Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, literally, and whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke. Eastbound and down. I, I say literally because we are in the car and we're driving to Elixir together. Uh, we are going to see our friend Tarak down at Elixir Spirits in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and we don't get to record as much as we used to. It's not as easy uh, with Zeke having a, a new baby, but, but also I, I think we underestimated both of our kids being toddlers and what that entails. So we decided to get a little bit creative. We had been talking about this for a couple weeks and we figured, well, hell, we're going to be in the car together. We might as well just record our trip down and we normally like to be drinking whiskey in every single one of our episodes, but we figured we'd just throw some bonus content out there for uh, taking some time off over Thanksgiving, right? Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's all you got? Hey, man, I gotta watch the road. Well, consequently, this is the first time since I've known you in five years that I think we've been in the car, just you and I. Yeah, and if you fart, it's over. <laughs> I will do my best. But I think we we were in the car a couple times with our significant others, but I don't think it's ever just been you and I with you driving, and now I know why. Hey, I drive very good with a leg. You <laughs> Anyone tells you you need hands to drive, they're full of it. There's only been four times you've taken your hands completely off the wheel, and you are driving with your leg right now. I, I drove with one leg all the way to Athens, Georgia once. It's documented. <laughs> Did they video it? I mean, according to my buddy, his uh, wife said, Zeke's hands aren't on the wheel. And said so she kind of looked at him with this like worried look, and he just like, eh. That's what he does. <laughs> okay, so John and Zeke's excellent adventure Friday continues on my day off. We are now in Elixir Spirits. We are joined by our friends Greg and Patrick, and Tarak is behind the counter doing his thing. I think he'll be over here soon, but Zeke has long had a theory now that uh, Old Forester 1910 has come out, he wanted to compare it in a blind tasting against Early Times Bottled and Bond, which was our daily drinker of the year last year. So this is kind of, uh, you wanted to kind of put these two together. But I mean, one... it's, a, it's a bang for the buck bottle, and 1910 is the newest Old Forester release, and everybody wants to know, is it worth it? They are all brown foreman. One comes in at $50, which is the 1910. One is going to come in at $25 for a liter, which is the early times. So we got a liter of cola, and it's for a Zeke. You do look like kind of farva. <laughs> say car ramrod. <laughs> I will say on first glance, one of these is much darker than the others. Um you know, the, this Old Forester 1910 is what I'm just assuming uh, is probably yeah, going to be the, a little older than... I'm assuming this is going to be about six years for the Old Forester. Well, from the press release, the second barrel they put it in, at least the way they worded it, was 
we cooked this thing until if we cooked it anymore, it would disintegrate and fall apart and not hold water, <laughs> bourbon, anything. So, char five. Greg had some thoughts. I, I know, Greg, you were itching to talk before we, we started recording. Well, I haven't tasted them yet, but the color is, there's a definite difference in color. And we normally don't mention color. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zeke and I really don't care. We, we just want to know how it tastes. But when it's apparent like this, we, we do have to bring it up. Yeah, fair enough. Patrick, what, you've, been, you've been sniffing these. Yeah. The, the 1910 is definitely sweeter. Uh, on the nose than the than the uh, bottled and bond uh, early times haven't quite tasted them yet but the color is definitely a lot darker in the 1910 like everyone's alluded to but it is nice and sweet it it is seven proof less mm-hmm. well and for 93 proof it's got a fair kick but i think it's just from where that wood was so damn burnt mm-hmm. i mean I don't, I don't think it's the the juice oh. that has the kick I think it's just where the wood was so charred. That's what just kind of peppers up real hard on you. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of char from beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad char, but no. it, it, it kicks for a 93 proof, that's mm-hmm. for sure. The early times is fruitier than I remember. Um, get a little fruit notes to it. And I have three bottles of this at home because I like to drink it a lot. You the, must not, not drink it a lot. You wouldn't have three. Well, I had six. <laughs> I mean, I've had six, too, and then it was the next week. Well, I have. <laughs> well, that's another thing we can talk about. <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah, that's next week. The intervention of next week's episode. <laughs> Zeke, I want to let you know that I care about you. And when you did this, it really hurt me. <laughs> I'm just um, saying, it's, it's meant for drinking. No, but it, I mean, it still has that nut, nutty mm-hmm. characteristic to it, but I, there's a fruity, lighter aspect, especially for 100 proof in that early times that you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Patrick is nodding his head. Oh, it's very, very mellow. It's it got. Is. It's uh, an easy drinker. Yep. It's an easy drinker. Very. It's not, it's not overly flavorful, but it's good. Mm-hmm. And then, what do you guys think about the 1910? I mean, I, I enjoy them both. I think my whole uh, concern or thought was simply one's a leader for half the price, mm-hmm. seemingly. Yep. And you know us, we're, we're bang for the buck here. Mm-hmm. we got kids to pay for and Disney cruises and manicures, pedicures for John and shit. I mean, I, I only get pedicures. You think on the 1910? Mm-hmm. got to be a little more frugal these days. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's hard. I'm not necessarily sure if these two... I'm not necessarily sure if these two are apples to apples in compare. I mean, I know they're Brown Foreman. I know they're in the same distillery. Uh, I'm not sure if they're necessarily apples to apples because that 1910, it's in the Whiskey Row series. I, I know we compared... Are you talking about a label or are you talking about the juice? I'm talking about the juice. I, I don't think it's the same thing. These are pretty damn similar to me. I, I think There's that 1910, that, that 1910 is much more toasted. I mean, to me, if, if you're in a tasting, you're going to pick up nuances. Mm-hmm. If you poured this in a glass with ice, water, neat, or soda, or whatever, after the first sip, nuances are gone. I get a bunch of banana on the 1910 that I don't get on the early times. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like toasted banana. It's like those... 
you know, desserts that you get, the, the Mexican dessert where they just throw the banana. Yeah. Um, but I feel like inversely, I mean, the banana hits up front, but then that extra barrel completely takes over totally the back does. end. Yeah, and, and it, it's not a lasting To flavor. finish, my mouth is super dry. Yeah, no, I the mean, finish totally, is all the char. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, at this point, almost unpleasantly dry. I, I think I would take the, uh, you know, similar flavor profile throughout versus the up and down of yeah. boom, sweet, boom, dry, char. Like, did you sucker punch me after you gave me the sweet mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. Tarak was actually up there doing work. Uh, damn him for that. You know, God forbid you make money. God forbid you sell people bottles in your own store. Hey, that guy just know. got three pappies. Three. Hey, he said, he said Tarak. OESO, and it was he got <laughs> Tarak, I have one question for you though. This time of year, it's right. really just one question for you. Where, where's the pappy? <laughs> I drank this morning with breakfast cereal. <laughs> It's, it's, you got any Wellers? Yeah. <laughs> it's well, not it's even Pappy anymore. We are tasting it. Yeah. So we get the Muggly. There oil. is an amazing Weller down here picked by our friend Kyle. Um, I love this sticker, Share Weller, for this holiday. It is Kyle. Uh, free Shallow, by the way. Um, Bourbon Santa. <laughs> but Bourbon Santa is chugging a weller in this picture it's great come on down to a look well it probably by the time this thing comes out it'll probably be gone it's already gone yeah <laughs> so Tarak's gonna have to go do some work again and then he'll come back and let us know his thoughts but greg what what are your thoughts on this for me the the, ni- the 1910 is, is a winner by a little bit does it make the price probably not but um it's good both of them are, are, are very tasty, uh, more fruity with the early times, more, more, more oak and more char flavors with the, with the 1910. But thumbs up for both of them. But if money's an issue, the early times is an obvious winner for this. Yeah, I'll echo what Greg said. Um, I, I really like the early times um, for the value in and of itself. Uh, but the, the 1910 is, is a, definitely a solid, solid pick. Now, uh, me personally, I'd spend the extra, you know, five or ten bucks and get the 1920 that came out, which was one of my best bang for the bucks for the last, you know, year or so. Um, but but they, they have a quality product. No, yeah, and we talked about that as far as I've seen comparisons of the 1910 to the 20, and to me the proof difference is just too daunting of a, a, a gap to say anything comparative-wise. I mean... It's just not going to happen. Um, but the 1910's a good pour. It's fun. If you bought the rest of this line, I mean, if you want to get one, go for it. If you're going for bang for the buck and you're having a few drinks, uh, I think the early times just takes it hands down. Uh, that, that's just it. I mean, if you have people who like cocktails as well, the early times is kind of yeah. versatile. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, yeah, you I mean, can put it in Coke. You can put it with ice. Yeah. You can put it in old-fashioned, whatever Unless you want. you're analyzing these two. Mm-hmm. And even then, they're not that far apart, but for an extra 250 mLs at half the price, seemingly, uh, I don't think you can go wrong with early times. So the funny thing is, Patrick, you brought up the thing that that I, you know, Zeke and I were kind of talking about this before, and and we did want to do this as an actual show, and I love that it's kind of turned into this impromptu thing anyway, Um, but... 
on the 1910, it's funny, as I let it sit out in the store more, and, and admittedly, the, the only time I had it before was a pull from the bottle, um, but the there's much more banana on the front than I actually got when I first had it, when you let it sit out in the air a little bit, and then that toasted... Uh-oh. <laughs> that sounds like a spy person is calling oh, to rock. <laughs> It's the pappy's coming. Yeah, that means the pappy's <laughs> here. <laughs> but the um, the uh, the banana is much more pronounced when it's actually out mm-hmm. in a glass. And then I do get that toasted. We almost wanted to compare this to the Michter's toasted, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm still gonna go with the early times because you could get two liters for fifty bucks opposed to one bottle of this. It is very interesting though, and. Patrick, that's a long way of saying I'm with you. I'd rather have the 1920 yeah. Prohibition blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the like front to back that 1910 just does such a 180. It really reminds me of uh, some of the medleys picks. How I guess it's a it's complex, but it isn't like it doesn't flow front to back. It just here's one taste, and then here's a second one. There's no middle and no transition. I I can I can you know it's really just. Banana toast. Banana toast. Mm-hmm. Right like that, right? Yeah, real sweet up front, and then it just, the char just takes over. Or that, you know, dryness on the end. It's like, there's no real sweet that finishes with it. It's just that dry char. That's the finish. Yeah. yeah that's the finish. You going to weigh in? Well. <laughs> He's got a customer that wants to, do you want to weigh in? Come. Do you want to be on a podcast? <laughs> so I can easily tell from the color which one was early times which one was 1910 it was not a blind tasting for me looking at the color I would think uh, early times felt a little flat on a finish for me despite 100 proof uh, I like the layers how it unfolds on 1910 I don't always judge product based on pricing because I'm a retailer I have to sell both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's good, it's good. Um, that's how I tell people. And uh, what I tell people is if you can afford it, you should go for it. Um, both of them has rightful place on the shelf. And uh, Bottle and Bond early times does justice to the price. And I also feel 1910 does justice to the price. Also, the craft that goes in it, second charring for 50 seconds, where the second barrel almost nearly fell apart before they finish charring and then they put it in for six to nine months so it's pretty uh, carefully crafted product and I like how it unfolds from uh, almost dessert ice cream like notes of front to uh, oak and char. Um, I enjoy how there is a twist and turns on a taste profile. That's my take. In conclusion, vote for Turok in 2020 because that was the most political answer I've ever got from a retailer right there. Um, he didn't even turn his head around backwards. No, he didn't. He didn't. He said, I'm going to close to a shelf and I can't see through it. <laughs> All I know Turok said is, I have the best liquor store. There's no liquor stores like me. It's huge. It's the best store ever. But I mean, I think Turok brings up a good question before we kind of close this out. Price is not an option. Which one do you pick, early times or 1910? Patrick? Um, I, I'd probably pick the 1910. 
Zeke, price is not an option. It does have a more interesting profile. Clearly. 1910. Yeah. 1910? Mm-hmm. I'm with the 1910 too. So if you have 50 bucks, go ahead and get that 1910. If you are like Patrick and you have a dozen kids at home, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe you want to have the early times bottle and bond. You figured out how that happens yet? There, no, <laughs> no. All Patrick knows is the stork keeps delivering. Yeah, they just keep coming, and I just keep going to work. That's all I know to do. A hard damn sleeper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My wife will tell you the exact same thing. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I love that early times as a daily. That 1910, I, I still think, though, at least for me, if I have the choice between the 1910 and the 1920, if price is not an option, I'm still 1920. Yeah, um, same thing. Yeah. Tarak, before we sign off this impromptu get-together at Elixir Spirits, is there anything you want to tell the people that you have in stock besides Pappy <laughs> this, uh, this holiday season? Oh, there is a barrel coming on a Christmas Eve that's a 15-year-old Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> Store pick. they've done in a yes. long time. So, Who's working Christmas uh, Eve? Because you don't want to be here. It then. will be... It's a small barrel. I'll be here. <laughs> Short barrel. It's, it's a, a small, small five-gallon barrel, probably going to yield after 15 years. Probably about three bottles. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying you bought it just as it was distilled, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be aging in your shop for 15 years. So 15 years from now, it, on Christmas it'll Eve, yeah. it'll be ready. Yeah, 15 years from now. <laughs> if you can remember this yeah. conversation. Better get on the list. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I will say that as we're looking in this uh, shop, we have uh, a, tequi- a tequila pick, Casa Noble, that Tarak just did. We have his Knob Creek rye. We have a Knob Creek bourbon. Old Scout. We have Old Scout. We have the Ounce of Responsibility Smooth Ambler 107 pick, uh, an American Prairie bourbon High West pick, his Kentucky Spirits No Dressing Required. No, you're you're messing me up. It's no dressing necessary. Uh, So there's a lot of good stuff here. (laughs) He's got the turkey call. call. Yeah. Come get the wild turkey. I need that. That's the coolest thing ever, honest to God. I really picture that. You, I, I need two. <laughs> Next time I go there. My daughter would love that. Yeah, wife would And too. your wife, yeah, would not love that. <laughs> I go. <laughs> well, he's just as good thought, as a turkey call. I thought that's how you tried to turn her on. <laughs> that's probably why it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, come on down here to Spring Hill, Tennessee, off the Saturn Parkway. Go see our buddy Tarak. Uh, Zeke and I are going to take a break. I'm sure we're going to turn this thing back on in the car. But Patrick, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Greg, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming in. Tarak. Thank you for recording my voice. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. Ciao. Zeke and John's excellent adventure. John and Zeke's excellent adventure. Whatever it is. I, I've enjoyed uh, spending some time with you recording an extra episode. Uh, it's been fun. I think I don't have anything else to say right now. Do you? I mean, I've enjoyed taking you to Elixir. Uh, I'm going to message Tark about putting in a discount code for when Zeke brings John to Elixir. I get an extra 10% off. <laughs> Well, I've enjoyed you driving. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead and find our Facebook group at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. 
find us on Facebook, also at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, our regular page. Find us on Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dad. Find our podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee, doing dad things most days and drinking occasionally. Cheers. (laughs) Ciao.